Welcome to the Africa Legal Podcast Series. I'm Carol Campbell, and today I'll be speaking to Nigerian lawyer Michael Akintola Phillips. Michael is Tax and Dispute Resolution Counsel at Herman Barristers and Solicitors in Lagos. His expertise include arbitration, litigation, tax planning, intellectual property, sports law, corporate advisory services, real estate, and much more. Welcome to the podcast series, Michael. Thank you very much, Carol. I'm very pleased to be here. It's an honor. Now, many of our listeners and readers at Africa Legal are young Nigerian lawyers like yourself. Tell me a little bit about your own journey, your personal journey into the practice of law. Has it all been smooth sailing? My journey into the practice of law is one that I would say was born out of both passion and my immediate environment. Personally, I would have preferred to study history. However, I discovered that my talent for public speaking and writing right from my high school days transcends the study of history and would be better utilized in the legal field. The moment of discovery for me would be when a soldier and my mother had a dispute over an ATM machine and he got her arrested on false facts. I can remember walking into the police station and verbally tearing up the police officers and the complainant as a 16-year-old. They were very impressed at my boldness and composure. Then they asked if I was a lawyer. I laughed and said no. I wasn't even in the university yet. That singular event convinced me that I would be best suited for the legal field. There are no lawyers in my immediate family, but we have a number of them in my extended family. One of them was even at a point the number one law teacher in the country, that is, the director general of the Nigerian Law School. The thought of this made my family give, give me every support needed from my first day in the university till the moment I was called to the Nigerian bar. Oh, Michael, that's a lovely story. I, I really would love to chat to you one day about your interest in history. Maybe next time we can actually do a chat about Nigerian history, which would really be intriguing. But what a journey. Upon entering the profession, now, did you feel duly equipped to handle the realities of practice from law school and university days, or did you find that there were some steep learning curves? To be truthful, the university sets you up as a law student to know only the substantive aspect of law, while the Nigerian law school would only train you on the basic procedural aspects of law. This leaves room for so much to learn after you are called to bar. The learning curve, I would say, is not steep. Rather, there is a lot of room for you to learn, but it all boils down to choice. It's an environment that gives you the freedom to choose whether you want to learn or not, because there's no person that would put you down like a nine-year-old to teach you that, learn this, learn that. But the Nigerian Law School would give you the basic knowledge needed for survival in the legal industry in Nigeria. If you want to become an expert, you have to seek for knowledge. Seeking for knowledge is something that I think a lot of people miss sometimes. You have to have that, that curiosity, that hunger to know to become a really good lawyer. Now, what do you feel is most needed to support young African legal practitioners at present? I mean, is it better education? Is it opportunities or mentorship, for example? Well, in answering that, the three things you've mentioned, better education, opportunities, 
and mentorship are well needed for every young African legal practitioner at present. First, I'll start with education. Most lawyers here in Nigeria, after getting called to bar, just stop at their university education alone. They have little or no opportunity to go for master's in law. And even when they struggle to acquire master's in law, it's very difficult. We have few PhD holders in law compared to the number of lawyers we have in Nigeria. And it's a common sight nowadays to see lawyers crowd crowdfunding, seeking for uh, funds on social media like Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, etc. to finance their master's application. And Nigerian lawyers are so blessed in a way that it's quite easy for us to gain admission into top universities anywhere in the world. The problem is always funding. So there's a need for both the Nigerian Bar Association and the African Bar, that's AVA, African Bar Association, to put together a welfare package that would give young lawyers easy access to scholarships so as to gain better education and so as to be positioned in a competitive angle to compete educationally with lawyers from all over the world. When it comes to education, I would not want to say young African lawyers are at a disadvantage, but we can do better. And on the part of opportunities, I would use the Nigerian legal system as a case study it is quite difficult, depending on the law firm you are, to actually get opportunities. And this has led to the vacillation of law firms. What do I mean by this? Because of the hunger for opportunity, you find a lot of young lawyers, maybe a year or two or five years after their call to bar, they found their own law firm and start business. All because... They are seeking for opportunities. And this, in my opinion, has, has a uh, rather negative effect. Because at every point in time, you have law firms almost everywhere in a city like Lagos. But if these lawyers have been given the right opportunity, right from their first law firm, then there will be no reason for them to start vacillating law firms and we won't have law firms scattered all about. Mentorship is very, very important. And I'm glad the Nigerian Bar Association is actually doing something to make sure that young lawyers in Nigeria are well mentored. Here in Nigeria, it is compulsory for lawyers to acquire continuing legal education, which means after you are being called to bar, you don't just go to sleep. You have to learn more. And the fastest way to learn in Nigeria is by having well-placed mentors. It is very, very important that every young lawyer seek out a mentor to attach his or, he or herself to. So the three things you've mentioned, education, opportunities, and mentorship, are equally important for all young African legal practitioners so as to position us globally. And by that, I think we'll be able to compete more than what we are doing presently.
touched on such a, a raw subject there, the whole issue of education and opportunities to education. I think that's one of the biggest impediments to people reaching their full potential is not having access to that post-grad education and um, after they've got their basic degrees. So it's certainly something that needs to be looked at, especially for in legal education. As we move forward now, I'd like to ask you, um, what advice would you give to those young Nigerian lawyers that are just starting out in their legal education? And I know that there are plenty of young people who are very keen on this as a career. Yes, the first advice that I'm going to give to the young Nigerian lawyer just starting out there is keep your eyes off the money. Because if you have your eyes on the money permanently fixed, you are going to lose focus. And you are going to miss out on a lot of opportunities. The best places to learn in the legal profession might not be the most rewarding. So you don't go about chasing money as a new legal practitioner. What you should do instead is building relationships, building your visibility, building your personal capacity, and making better mentors. My advice for them is that they should also be ready to learn. Most of the time, we find out that what is being taught, what is being taught in the law school and the university is quite different from what is obtainable in practice. So for you to have a smooth sailing practice, you must be ready to learn from your seniors in practice. It is not going to be something good for a young lawyer to insist and start arguing with an experienced practitioner that this is what we were taught in school, this is how it should be done. When a senior experienced practitioner is pointing a point to you, I think it is best for every young practitioner to reason and listen, except if you have convincing reasons to disagree, then you should respectfully convey your points and let the senior realize your points of difference from his position. Young African and Nigerian lawyers starting out their legal profession should take it easy and simple. Build relationship. That is why character is very important. Do not imbibe characters that will be a bridge burner. Rather, imbibe characters that will enable you to build bridges so that you can learn from those in your firm and those outside your firm. So that's my advice for young Nigerian lawyers just starting out. Well, I would say that's advice that all young people could take. Keep your eyes off the money, learn from people who've walked the walk already, and just build those networks. Get out there and it's all about relationships. Now, Michael, what are the most exciting and rewarding aspects of practicing law in a modern Nigeria at a small but growing firm like Herman Barristers and Solicitors? Practicing law in a modern Nigeria 
in a small firm, but growing firm like Amon Barristers and Solicitors, for me has been very, very exciting and rewarding. The firm is one that I can easily learn from the multiple partners in the firm. I am not fixated in a particular department, so to say, aside being a tax and dispute resolution council. It gives me the opportunity of going into all the departments to try my hand at something, to learn beyond my specification. And the firm has also given me the opportunity not only to grow as an advocate, but also to grow as an academic through sponsorship to different academic programs. Most of the time, I'm given a deadline to write opinions on different legal developments, write for legal journals, write articles for newspapers and legal blogs in Nigeria. And that has given me the drive to do more and the necessary pedestal for me to grow to. Being in a small but growing law firm like Amon has actually given the partners, I would like to say it has given the partners an opportunity to concentrate on the number of staff they have because I discovered that in a law firm with a little number of staff, it is very easy for the supervisors to supervise and mentor the junior staff under them. I'm not um certain if some of the opportunities if i'll be able to get some of the opportunities i'm currently getting at a mid-sized or big law firm i'm not certain because the opportunities i'm getting for me is quite indescribable i get to go for programs write articles write opinions and the life wire of every Nigerian advocate, it is quite easy for me to go to court and gain courtroom experience because as a lawyer, I have the aspiration to become a senior advocate of Nigeria, SAM, and to become a senior advocate of Nigeria, you have to gather that courtroom experience. It is a key requirement to become a senior advocate of Nigeria. So being in a firm like Amon Barristers and Solicitors or Amon Legal Practitioners, as some would know it as, it gives me the opportunity to gather that much-needed courtroom experience. Not only do I learn by going to court, sometimes when I'm in court and I see matters of other lawyers from various firms, I pick one or two clues from them also and add it into my overall practice. The partners in the firm has been, have been very, very supportive and um, it has been a nice experience all the way. The value of courtroom experience, the sort of hard practicality of it. Hmm. Now, but I understand that you have a real estate focus in your practice. Has yes. this been particularly impacted by the COVID-19 situation in Nigeria? I'm, I'm just asking, what are you having to advise clients on most frequently? Yes, COVID-19 has greatly 
affected um, real estate in Nigeria as would any other parts of the world. The prior to now, the economic outlook for Nigeria this year, 2020, is a very positive one. And um, a lot of sectors, the real estate sector inclusive, were optimistic that at the turn of 2020, at least the first quarter, the second quarter, reasonable profits would be made. But the happening, the unexpected happening of COVID-19 has turned that optimist, optimistic outlook into a rather gloomy one. And currently, as I'm speaking to you, Nigeria is expected, if not currently, but Nigeria is expected to undergo an economic recession this current year. And when there's an economic recession, that is always linked to the property market. And most especially, I'd like to advise clients who have a mortgage or two that they should try to approach their banks or their, mortgage, their different mortgages to restructure their loan agreements and their mortgage agreements. As a palliative, the Central Bank of Nigeria has given banks the opportunity and the leeway to renegotiate their loan agreements while the Central Bank itself has reduced interest rates on government loans. So, and if you examine a mortgage agreement properly, there's literally no two ways about it. You have to pay. So the option is to approach your bank or your mortgagee, if your mortgagee is not a bank, to restructure your loan agreement. Else, we'd see a lot of mortgages being foreclosed. And in the aspect of legal mortgage, we'll see a lot of mortgages exercising their legal power of sale. And that, in my opinion, would not be a positive development. The message that you're coming there, Michael, is that it's important to be proactive, to actually take control of the situation before it gets ahead of you. I think there's so many people around the world that are going to be facing something like that. So thank you for that wonderful advice. To turn now to internships, I mean, yourself, you've completed multiple internships prior to securing employment at an established law firm. Do you credit the gaining of such experience as vital to your current success? Internships, as a law student or a law graduate, particularly for those law graduates waiting to gain admission to the Nigerian Law School, is very, very important. I started interning at my third year in the university and this has always given me a particular edge over some of my mates. It is very difficult for you to see a law student who consistently intends not to turn out fine. Because the industry, the legal industry in Nigeria has moved on from your grades. It has moved on to the point of what can you do for us? And for you to acquire that necessary experience that will give you and place you at an edge over and above your peers 
the only way is by seeking undergraduate and graduate internships. And firms in Nigeria have a positive attitude to students seeking internships. They are always there to accept students. So it is incumbent on the student or the graduate to seek these internship opportunities. Majority of what I knew prior to the law school was gotten from practical interactions on my various internships. I would also advise the students that the legal profession is a multi-sectoral one. Try not to concentrate your internship on one particular section. For example, I interned with an arbitral institution that is the Nigerian Institute of Chartered Arbitrators, NICAB, and that gave me an insight to the workings of arbitration. I also intend at the firm of Benga Ojo and Ho. It is a core litigation firm. It gave me an insight to the working of litigation, court processes, and the required things to do at the registry. Because due to our various court rules, a case can be won or lost at the registry. What that means in essence is that you must know the proper thing to file at the proper time. I learned that at my internship at Benga Ojo and Co. Then my very first internship was at Pondit Barristers and Solicitors. It was a pure debt recovery firm. I knew how to proceed with recovering of debt from individuals, from corporations, from small-scale businesses, and so on. So students should, and law graduates should try to um, diversify in their application for internships, try to look at the multi-sectoral areas of law practice in Nigeria. Not all of us are going to be courtroom advocates. Some will be company secretaries, some will be in-house lawyers, some will be arbitrators, mediators and conciliators. Try to look for firms that concentrate on these various areas of law. The Nigerian legal industry is growing that we now have firms that specializes in various areas of law. For instance, if you mention petroleum law, we know the firms whose major area of practice is energy law in Nigeria. If you mention election petition, we know those that make election petitions their primary focus. If you mention arbitration and dispute, alternative dispute resolution, we know those firms that focus on ADR in Nigeria. So one internship is not always enough. Try to test every sector, and that will build your all-round ability as a lawyer at the end of the day. And I can tell you that one internship is not enough. Do not rest on one internship. At every given opportunity, at every given break, always seek internship. Internships are not for law students alone. I did 
an internship also as a law graduate. That was even after I undertook my bar exams. That was after my stay at the law school. While awaiting my bar, uh, the results of my bar exams, I undertook an internship. So there is no bar to learning except you choose not to learn yourself. Firms are very encouraging and warm-hearted when they see the young ones approaching them for internship opportunities. Nobody in the Nigerian legal system would see a young lawyer or a law graduate or a law student who is eager to learn and turn him away. It is practically impossible. Thank you so much, Michael. It was lovely to speak to you. And to our listeners, you've been following a conversation with Michael Phillips from Herman Barristers and Solicitors in Lagos. To find out more about our podcasts, please visit our website or follow us on social media. Until next time, this is Carol Campbell for the Africa Legal Podcast Series.